Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Budding Industry Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gabe, along with Dave, as always. Um, today, we're really happy to talk to Will Hyde, also known on social media as the Avid Dabber. David, you want to tell us a bit about Will? Definitely. So, Will is a cannabis expert over at the publication called Leafly. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, I uh, really highly recommend it. No pun intended there. Uh, so Will is the host of the What Are You Smoking podcast, so he's a podcaster himself. He is a cultivator and he's a former bud tender actually, who loves um, a variety of, of cannabis from a whole lot of different aspects and has a really interesting history of how he got into the space. Um, and Gabe, any, any interesting things that you found about this episode? Yeah, absolutely. I thought this one was really cool because Will entered the uh, industry really from a consumer standpoint. He was somebody who, who you know, enjoyed cannabis. Uh, he told us a story, you'll hear it on the podcast, so I won't give too much away about how he really got his first job in the industry just by being a, an interested consumer, got interested in the culture, and really just took off from there, which uh, is about as grassroots as you can get. Another pun there in this intro, but uh, you'll forgive us for that one. Um, again, don't want to give too much away, but it's really exciting to see somebody who just got into this uh, from a pure interest standpoint as a consumer and has managed to make a living out of this. Um, so let's jump into it. Strip down to my skin and my bones. I love huskies, but I feel like a wolf. In a pack, but I feel all alone. I'm scatterbrained. All right, so welcome to the Budding Industry Podcast. Uh, we're here today with Will Hyde from the What Are You Smoking podcast. He himself a podcaster, so it's a great podcaster on podcaster session. Podception, uh, if you po will. Podception, exactly. So he's going to tell us a little bit about uh, his own podcast, the publication he works for called Leafly, how he got into the industry, and uh, hopefully inspire us and to be better podcasters and inspire some of our listeners to get in on the industry. So, so Will, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Believe me, the honor is, is ours. Um, so just to start, you, as I mentioned, you uh, you work with Leafly. Can you tell us a bit about what Leafly is? Yeah, so Leafly is an on, online cannabis information resource, um, a website and mobile app uh, that allows people to find, find cannabis, basically. Um, simply put, we're... Uh, an information resource that points people towards the strains and the products that are available in their area and um, that might align with sort of whatever they're looking to get out of cannabis. Awesome. Uh, is there a specific uh, target market you would say that you're that Leafly basically goes after or is it really more broad? No, I mean, we have a pretty broad market. I think um, as you guys probably already know, a lot of people like cannabis um, <laughs> from all age ranges, uh, you know, obviously 21 and up or 18 and up in some medicinal uh, markets. But really, it, you know, we, we try to provide a service that will uh, make cannabis easier to understand and easier to find for all the different various types of cannabis consumer. Awesome. So you know, so working for a publication like that, have you noticed any backlash or any sort of issue with the stigma still surrounding marijuana and cannabis? You know, it's obviously a, a hot topic these days everywhere and lots of people love it, but as many people who love it, there's plenty of people who are pretty strongly against it. Do you find yourself uh, 
challenged by that at all? Or do you think just because, you know, it's on the internet, there's enough fans there, uh, they, it's not really an issue? You know, is our, the stigma still present? Definitely. Um, are things improving and are we doing a better job at educating the mainstream and the masses about what cannabis actually is or what we know of cannabis? Yes. So like, while the stigmas aren't gone and I don't know if they ever will, um, people are pretty stubborn and people are going to believe what they want to believe, but all of the, the research that is being done, you know, both the scientific research, the socioeconomic research, um, and everything, all of the effects on cannabis within our society, you know, there's a lot of positives being shown. And I think the more that research points the needle in a positive direction, the, the less those stigmas are going to be an issue. But I think it's, it's always something you're going to have to battle with a, a product or a, a medicine like cannabis. So you host the What Are You Smoking podcast over at Leafly. Tell us a bit about um, how that podcast came about, uh, format, and kind of where, where, how it started and where you're at with it today. Yeah, so the What Are You Smoking podcast is pretty to the point. It, it is literally just a collection of, of both um, my fellow Leafly colleagues as well as some outside guests that we bring in, and really we discuss um, what they're smoking, what we're smoking. Um, so that's what it's centered around is just sort of the, the products and the strains and the different forms of cannabis that have really, you know, caught our attention lately and, and the things that we've been enjoying and why we've been enjoying it. And it's really just used sort of to be an, an open conversation over, over what products are sort of making an impact within the market. That's awesome. So you host it, you know, yourself and you go by the Avid Dabber. You introduce yourself as the Avid Dabber. Can you tell us a bit about who the Avid Dabber is? Yeah, so the Avid Dabber is sort of my little corner of um, leafly.com slash news, which is our, our news and content arm. Um, and that is really just, a, you know, a weekly column that is dedicated to the cannabis concentrate and hash connoisseur. Um, I myself really really love hash and and i'm you know constantly exploring the world of concentrates with all the new technology and extraction forms that are coming out and it's really just my sort of opportunity to let loose on you know what products i'm enjoying what uh hardware and glassware i'm enjoying and sort of what's going on in the world of hash Cool. Do you want to really, is, is that something you're trying to make into a bigger personal brand, like expand across, you know, all forms of social media? We know you have an Instagram following, uh, things like that. Is it trying, is it something that came about through Leafly or were you the avid dabber before? <laughs> the avid dabber actually came from the podcast. What are you smoking? Um, in one of our very early episodes, you'll find it, it may even be titled the avid dabber. And <laughs> at one point, I don't even remember what the episode was covering or what who we were talking to, but I, I described myself as a pretty avid dabber. And shortly after that, my producer, um, who helps put the podcast together, was like, dude, that needs to be a column. That, that <laughs> definitely needs to be a little corner where you can share your love for hash and concentrates because I'm kind of uh, – I'm – 
I'm who everyone asks those questions to at work and, and even outside of work. So it just sort of naturally happened. Um, it's not meant to be anything more than what it is. It's a, an Instagram channel because I think it's probably my favorite form of social media. Um, you know, you can say a lot with a picture or a video. It allows me to sort of give a behind the scenes to a lot of the, the facilities I visit and the products I'm enjoying and, and some of that stuff. Um, and also some of the events I attend. So it's just sort of a way to keep tabs on that. And it's also just a really sort of way, good way to keep a visual record of, of a lot of that stuff that cannabis has allowed me to do. Awesome. Uh, so to, to build on that, I would, I'm curious to hear more about your background, your personal um, history with marijuana and how this love affair and passion uh, got started. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, just to, if you want more of the full story, I recommend you check out the Abadabber column on Leafly. Um, the very first edition is called something like the first or the magical first dab or something along those lines. <laughs> um, and it basically explains my transition from, from sort of a, a, you know, someone who just enjoyed cannabis into someone who was able to make uh, a career out of it. And, and that is it, you know, it all comes from a place of passion. That's really all, all it ever has been. Um, I've been involved in cannabis you know, on a number of different levels, everything from, you know, experimenting with it when it was still a, a black market product, um, all the way through to seeing sort of the, the rise of a medical cannabis market while I was in film school in LA. And then obviously seeing all of that, that transition into, uh, the more modern picture of what adult use legalization looks like. So before I got to Leafly, I was, um, I had actually gone back to business school. My, my background originally was in film, which was fantastic. It's, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, and that's when I first was introduced to sort of a medical cannabis system was while I was in film school in LA. So while I was in LA, I, um, started to connect with other local medical patients and they started to sort of show me around, uh, Los Angeles's medical market and and help me understand the system because it's not always the easiest thing for a new patient to understand. Um, but once I sort of got got a feel for it all, uh, dispensary opened up down the street uh, from my apartment and sort of halfway between my school at the time and uh, my apartment. So it was really convenient for me to spend a lot of time there. Um, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of free time, but what free time I did have was mostly spent at the dispensary or at home enjoying whatever I picked up at the dispensary. So, you know, eventually the dispensary was just short staffed and, and they knew I was a regular and they knew they needed a hand and they said, you know, can you hang out for a few hours? And that blossomed into a more formal job, you know, bud tending and eventually being involved with the purchasing and buying of inventory and even helping manage the, the operation while the, the manager and, and owner were unavailable. So, you know, I, I sort of ran the gambit of the retail side of things. And then from, from there, um, after, after the recession hit, I was sort of left looking for my next adventure because I didn't have a job at the time. 
And um, I decided, you know, let's go to business school. Let's use this time wisely and earn a more formal degree after film school. And so that's what I did. And, and when I got out of business school, that was basically the time that that um, I-502 was coming back around and, and really starting to make a splash in Washington. And so that's when I really started to understand that I might have an opportunity to f- turn my passion and experience in cannabis into a, a more formal career and, and something that I can, you know, not only be proud of, but be proud to, to share with everyone. And so that's, that's basically my goal is to just share my passion and love for the plant and everything that it's shown and given me to, to everybody else who, who's interested or wants to listen. Awesome. Well, I love how you, the way you put it, it's almost like it was a, it started as a relationship of convenience. You know, it was on your way to school and you're like, well, here's a dispensary. I'm going to hang out here. And it just grew from there and there. Um, so that's like, it's amazing. Cause that just makes it sort of an easy connection to make. But, you know, going back on that story, there was a lot to digest there. Was there ever like an aha moment for you when you're like, you know what? I could do this. I could make this into a career. I could make this what I do. Or, or was it uh, something that just grew? No, I think it just grew. To be totally honest, like I've, I've been passionate about cannabis since the moment it was introduced to me. And I've always wanted to explore it and explore it further. And really, you know legalization has just enhanced the ability to to make that a legitimate endeavor you know um it's it hasn't there hasn't been some aha moment it's just always been a part of me and i knew the second i connected with cannabis that i wanted to help others understand the connection as well um or find a find out if it's a connection that they're looking for and i've sort of always been you know, a, a go-to resource when people have questions about cannabis. And so, you know, working at Leafly and, and helping an information resource explain this nuanced plant to millions and millions of people who are interested in it is just sort of the perfect platform for me to to help spread my passion. That's awesome. And uh, uh, so Gabe and I were actually listening to some of the episodes uh, of the show before and just uh, to say as fans now of the show that your passion uh, really comes through so so kudos and, and really keep it up well thank you I appreciate that and definitely appreciate you guys listening you know it's something we we started last year the podcast is and um, it's really starting to pick up steam and we know you know our audience is excited and engaged and, and they share questions with us all the time um, our latest episode is it's sort of a mailbag on on dabbing that's coming out here in just a couple of days, and and so it's just fun. It's another outlet for me to sort of engage with the community, to answer questions, to just talk about the things I'm passionate about. You know, like it's it really is that old saying of if you do something you're passionate about, you'll never work a day in your life. And and as cliche as that sounds, it's it's just the truth. Like. I come home from work and I still talk about cannabis, probably to the point where my wife just wants me to put my foot in my mouth, but, but I can't stop. It's, it's something I really enjoy and something I think people need to understand whether or not they, they appreciate it the same way as me. I think it's important that people have an honest and, and legitimate understanding of what cannabis is and what it can be. Yeah, that's great. I mean, 
you sort of said that you're so passionate about it and we like like david said we you can hear that in the podcast and it's something for us you know we are casual users we we enjoy it um you, you know i got into it by getting a joint passed around with friends and i think that's how a lot of people do it uh and you know at the time when it was taboo and you would just sort of huddle in uh, you know in a park somewhere or in an alley you know whatever it was um, but now it's, 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 it's a great time. It's really exciting because you have these open forums where people, you know, people were always talking about it, but you know, it was always cool to have, you know, people who were knowledgeable about wine and beer and fancy things like that, which are similar vices if you think about it. And now we can have these cannabis shows where people go and dig into each strain and the, you know, the finer points of, of, of tasting and, and qualities and everything from CBD to, to THC and all that. Um, it's really cool that this is becoming mainstream, as we talked about at the beginning, the breaking down of the stigma. Uh, I think this is, you know, it's a golden age for, for, for cannabis users, whether it's medicinal or just for leisure. Um, and it's cool to have outlets and forums like Leafly, like your podcast, uh, that are bringing that to the forefront in, in a mature and professional way. It's not just like Cheech and Chong stoners laughing about everything. It's taking it seriously because it's something people enjoy and want to know more about. Um, so yeah. we think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I I completely agree with you. You know, there's cannabis has has always had a component of community and a component of of sharing. It is it is a product and a a you know a plant that is better when it's shared. So you know that means sharing the physical form of it, but it also means sharing the information we have about it and and helping educate those next to us so that they can have an enjoyable time so that they can understand ways that cannabis might benefit them or, you know, if it is just that recreational aspect, so they know how to safely and responsibly enjoy cannabis. Hmm. Uh, so I'm curious for everyone out there who's interested and who has that passion uh, and who's actually wants to take it a step further and wants to break into the cannabis sector professionally, is there one piece of advice or something that sticks out in your mind that you would that you would say to a young adult, to a young professional, to to help them make that transition? Um, honestly, I would I would just encourage people to take themselves very seriously, as if they were applying for any job that they really want. This is a legitimate industry, and there is a lot of investment being put into cannabis and. People are taking that very seriously and, you know, a lot of people are interested in it, but working in cannabis doesn't just mean you're smoking cannabis all day. Like there's a lot of really hardworking people in this industry and you have to match that energy and intensity. So just being persistent without being annoying and, and, and believing in yourself and, and just understanding that just because you smoke a lot of weed doesn't mean you're right for a certain position, you know, um, if you're a really good accountant, there's probably a job for you in the cannabis industry. If you're a really good lawyer, there's a million jobs for you <laughs> in the cannabis industry. You know, things like that. It, it's not always just about people having that passion, but having a skill set that allows them to then work towards their passion and leverage it in a way that compels other people to want to work with them. Um, other than that, I, you know, I would do what I did. I would start going to your local dispensary, engaging with 
the local cannabis community, whether it's online uh, or in person at events or, or just talking with the bud tenders and, you know, make, make yourself known, make your passions known. And, and eventually someone's going to take notice of that. Great. And as someone who's been around, as we're talking, you know, our whole generation is around on the legalization process. The last thing I kind of wanted to know from you is how do you feel about the way it's taken shape? You know, it's, it's obviously different, you know, state by state they're they're managing it differently here in Canada, province by province, they're going to have each their own process on how they legalize, but overall in the way it's coming forward, do you think it's being handled responsibly? Do you think, do you like what you're seeing with the progress being made on legalization so far? Yes, the general progress of the cannabis reform movement is is a positive thing right now. Um, are there areas that could be improved? Without a doubt, you know we're seeing sort of a a mess unfold as far as regulations go, um, and as far as licensing goes, and that's not unique to any one market. But we see it in California. We see it in Canada. It's just. We need to be better and more efficient about implementing regulations. And now that we have markets that have, have been doing this for a few years and, and we can leverage that data and, and understand what is and isn't working, we need to be you know, better equipped to roll these things out faster and more efficiently and also you know, give, give businesses the chance to thrive and give consumers the chance to have a reliable, safe product at the same time. So it's not an easy task and it's definitely not perfect, but we're trending in the right direction. There's a lot of encouraging momentum in the cannabis space and, and as far as cannabis regulation goes. And I think, you know, Canada has a really big opportunity to help set the tone globally on what national legalization might look like for a country, um, you know, and, and as far as the states are concerned, we're not going to see any real collaboration and, and movement across states until we have a national framework in place. And so, you know, I think that's the next big, big domino we need to push over. But I think we have a lot of momentum and a lot of passionate people working within the industry and, and advocates for the industry that are, are pushing for those things. So I'm, I'm optimistic, um, but as with all things cannabis, I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that, that's that's great. And, you know, you know, I'll say this. I'll say it right to Justin Trudeau because I'm sure he's a fan and I'm sure he's listening right now. Justin, the avid dabber says that you have an opportunity, so get your act together. All right. So, Will, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Can you just uh, tell the people how to find you on social media and, and get your message out there? Yeah, definitely. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook too at the Avid Dabber. Um, you can find me on Leafly under the authors page on our news site. Um, just click on leafly.com slash news, scroll down to the bottom. You'll find all our authors listed. Um, I'm there. Um, you'll also see me in some Leafly videos, um, but really just, just stay tuned to, to what Leafly's doing. And we try to help inform inform anyone who's interested and in wanting to listen. So leafly.com is probably your, your best resource for all things cannabis. Amazing, Will. Thanks so much for being on the Budding Industry Podcast. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Thanks, Will.
get me some love with the hand of the head. Ice on my boys and my wrist is fixed. I don't need nobody trying to get